Welcome, welcome one, welcome all. This is Next Legacy Radio. I am Brandon in the house tonight, and I appreciate the people who will be listening, not just live, who will be listening via podcast, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcast as well, the thousands and thousands of listeners that will be listening, and it's not for me. <laughs> it is for my guest. She is iconic. In so many different ways, and it's just going to be an honor and a privilege to be able to have dialogue with her to talk about what she has been up to and how does she feel about the music industry to this date. But let me tell you, she is the first solo female artist to win a Grammy for Motown Records, so even that accomplishment in itself is historic in so many different ways. And I want to make sure that everybody listening, make sure you go ahead and go to her website, which is ThelmaHouston.com. Make sure you go on her Facebook, which is Facebook.com backslash ThelmaHoustonOfficial. Make sure you go ahead and go on Instagram, ThelmaHoustonOfficial there. And make sure you go to Twitter, which is at Thelma underscore Houston. And without further ado, I want to welcome royalty. Thelma Houston is live on Next Legacy Radio. How you doing, my dear? <laughs> oh, my God, what a buildup. An icon and royalty. Woo! I'm doing great. <laughs> Listen, I'm telling the truth, right? It's good. Absolutely. <laughs> Thank you so very much. <laughs> I'm doing. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I'm. I'm trying to stay uh, COVID free and just trying to make sure that I, you know, just keep going and pushing hard and trying to be the best that we all can be. Right? That's all we can do in these crazy troubled times. I got you. Got that right. Amen to that. Well, I want to welcome you to uh, a show that has a handful of listeners all from across the globe, the United States, Canada, Germany, Australia. The people who will be following in and listening will be listening to all things Thelma Houston. So before I even talk about all the current things that you got going on right now, let me just let me just ask you, how, how are you doing? How are you doing? <laughs> are you? I'm doing <laughs> I'm really doing well. I'm doing well. Um, you know, uh, uh, there's a, um, you know, at first it's like shock. Oh, my God, what's going on here? Then there's like, what? There's anger. Then there's like acceptance. And then there's like, okay, now what am I going to, how am I going to deal with this? How am I, how is my life? How, how are we going to work this? And so at the place that I am now, I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm good because, I, I don't feel totally left out, you know, because I'm having a conversation with you, right? So that mm-hmm. means that there are people that want to talk to you, right? And then you you have to get used to that virtual thing, you know, which is which is which is a little difficult for me because I really like the person, the you know, you know, one on one, as far as a performance. Interviewing right. is cool, you know, like, like you know, because we can talk and everything. But for the performance thing, for me anyway, I like to have that contact with the audience. And that's the thing that's been difficult for me to, you know, to, 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 to get through at this period. But but I'm adjusting to that, you know. So I think any time that you're with, with you having God-given talent and you having that talent to give to the people – and for you not to be able to reach out and touch the people, 
is a little different, right? I, I know you're feeling a certain way. It's a push-pull. You want to be safe, but also you, you, you love your fan base and, you know, and all those adoring people who love you and want to support you, but also they can't touch you either. And it's just, it's just really, you know, 2020 has been a very weird year in so many different ways, right? In a lot of in a lot of different ways, and 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 and, and I've had a chance to, to to look at my you know to myself, I'm, you know, spend spending time, you know, and you don't want to be you, you so you, you don't want to be talking to yourself too much. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's, amen to that. Listen, hey. But you have a but you have a time you have a, a time to be still. You know that you know there is a time in your life when you need to just be still and listen to what to your thought, listen to what's going on, and and so that you have an op, uh, opportunity to observe, kind of step back and see yourself. You know how you and this that, and that part has been very very good for me, very good uh, in a lot of ways. You know. Um, so you've been listening to I, yourself. So what is what is self telling you in in these days and these times and these moments right now? What what is self telling Thelma Houston right now? Telling, well, mostly it's mostly it's telling me to um, be be mindful of what's going on, and it's also telling me that everybody don't want to hear what I have to say about everything. And to stay in my car. <laughs> That's mostly what it's about. You know, but you know, but that part was really something. And, and, you know, because nobody's gonna say, well, you know. You know, you don't have to, you know, keep your. T- but it, but that's what that's what that's what I that's what I've gotten from from this. Um, and, <laughs> And that's the and and another thing that I've gotten is is I'm I'm a I'm a I'm a pretty good cook I'm pretty I'm pretty good I you know my I uh, and I'm I'm gonna throw this out there I I grew up and I was born in Mississippi and I grew up my okay. family uh, lived there until I was ten so even though I wasn't in the kitchen cooking a lot of and all that but somehow you know I think it's kind of it, it kind of got in my DNA. You know a little bit. And when I had, when I was first uh, married, I was married very young, and I had my children at a very young age, like at eighteen. That's when I had my first child, and I was married, and then I had my second child by the age of twenty-one. And so at that time, I was doing a lot of cooking, and you know all. That. And so after they grew up and stuff, and I kind of got divorced, and so forth. I kind of pushed the cooking aside, and I didn't really like, Ugh, and you know. But then mm-hmm. I've gotten back to it, and I'm really enjoying that. All right. So, All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And. So, look. So, uh, Thelma, I'm going to start a rumor right now. Thelma's Kitchen is coming live to everybody uh, nationwide real soon. So, <laughs> I'm, I'm just kidding. I'm you're, just you're, kidding. You're, 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 you're kidding, but I'm, but I'm really thinking about that. I'm thinking, okay. Are you serious? Okay. For a while. How could that work? And I was thinking about what about like okay, you have like uh you know a little two pieces like a like a like a keyboard and maybe mm-hmm. a bass or drum maybe you know, and you do um like a couple of numbers, you know, and you might okay. do something that 
related to like Louisiana or something kind of, you know, a particular style, not, you know, just, you know, what, how you're feeling, right? And then right, right. you'll make sense. You're going to talk about it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And also okay. music, music is, yeah, I was just, you know, just in case, and we don't know how long we're going to, you know, we're going to be up, mm-hmm. up in this virtual thing. So <laughs> I know. You gotta, <laughs> so you got to be thinking about it, you know. So I thought that might be another little thing. It might be something that would be enjoyable. So Thelma's Kitchen, Thelma's Kitchen actually might be a reality for all the people out there that that's listening and will be listening. I love it. I love it. You yeah. heard it here first, then. Yeah. <laughs> I love. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah. Thelma Houston is my guest on Next Legacy Radio, and I want to. I want to talk. I have so many questions for you, but I want to. I want to talk about what you have going on right now because I feel like the world needs to go to your website website and start streaming on demand now. And it's all the way through January 31st. And I want everybody to go to ThelmaHouston.com. And for tickets, I want you to go to, and you'll see it live on the website, go to www.wale.rocks slash entertainment. With an only $10 with a discount code, N-D-C-W-A-L-E. And a portion of the ticket proceeds will go to benefit Project Angel Food. Thelma Houston, uh-huh. virtually yours. So, my queen, Motown legend, talk to the listeners and tell us a little bit about this virtual on-demand thing that you have going on on your website right now. Okay. Well, <clears throat> I did <clears throat> a show <clears throat> uh, that was a one. It was a one-woman show uh, about the, like a ninety-minute show, and it was. Uh, my music history done through the music of Motown, mm-hmm. starting from nineteen, like the nineteen sixties, up until uh, up until "Don't Leave Me This Way," which is nineteen seventy six, um, and uh, and it's done with the idea of. These people, the people that I that are on the Motown label, my like Smokey, Diana, the Supremes, uh, Marjorie, those are my peers. We're all around the same age, right? Okay. They yep. they were in Detroit, Michigan, right? I was in Long Beach, California, which is where I grew up when my family moved there when I was ten years old. Okay. Mm-hmm. They, their Smokey's first hit was, the, I mean, the first big one was Shop Around. That was 1960. Mm-hmm. So in 1960, he's having a hit record. I'm dreaming about it, but I'm getting ready to have a baby, right? So, okay. Okay, so, so that's, that's kind of like that's, Starts it. I'm the, the show starts with me singing "Shop Around," and then I do. Uh, I do. Well, I wish you know somebody. I wish my mother had told me to shop around. You know, it makes me always get the joke. So anyway, that's kind of it. So when I was asked to do this virtual show, we had to. We didn't have the ninety minute uh, time thing, and I wanted to include. Uh, some of the stuff, the second half of it, to be things that I'm doing now, and also 
before, just before I uh, uh, went, got my first contract, I was doing gospel. So it's a little bit of all of that in a 45-minute show. Okay. And it's done in my living room and in the backyard. So all right. That's when I was talking about the virtual thing. So I had to play to the camera. You know what I mean? That was mm-hmm. kind of difficult. But it was right. a learning experience, and, and I ended up having a good time. We ended up we have had a good time and I because in in that kind of a situation where you have control over it you can kind of um uh you can do a different a different elements you could do some of the gospel thing you could do uh, I do I do a song um imagine which I don't do in my show but I thought right. that it would fit the mood of of, of of what's going on now you know and I did it with a cello just me me and a me and a cello, and so and that would be you know you wouldn't be able to do that you know kind of wouldn't be able to do that in the show you know what I mean you gotta right keep it, right yeah you know so so anyway it's 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 interesting and I had a good time and I just hope people I hope they enjoyed it we wanted to it, it, to give you just little bits and pieces of things that I enjoy doing also uh, my son is in it and my son is a is a uh, uh, dancing and 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 rapping and and there's a song that he and I wrote wrote uh, that that uh, two of our songs are in here. Um, uh, well, actually, the song that we that he and I wrote and he's doing the doing a, a rap on it and and then there's another one where he and I are dancing. We're doing uh, some Sylvester music, uh, so you know okay. Sylvester Sylvester love Sylvester. So I do a tribute in my show to Sylvester. I wouldn't be able to do that in the Motown show. You know, so that, right. that would be, you know, it would, you know what I'm saying? So so right. in the virtual show, you get little bits and pieces. It's like a little potpourri of, of everything. And hopefully it okay. all fits together and it's not a mishmash. <laughs> hey, amen to that. And people definitely need to go to the website. ThelmaHouston.com is the official website. Make sure you go ahead. You can click on the link below to buy the tickets. Streaming on demand now. Not now, but right now. It's all the way through January 31st of next year. So you have ample opportunity to go buy the tickets, and the proceeds are going to a great, great cause. And and on top of that, I'll, I'll tell you more about, you know, if people go. I'm going to, on this station, we're going we're gonna to do a couple of things in honor of what you're doing. Um, Thelma Houston's my guest. The iconic one, the Grammy-winning Motown legend is live on Next Legacy Radio. And one of the things that you you mentioned, you mentioned as far as just adjusting to, you know, virtual versus, you know, performing in front of a crowd. Um, And you Uh said you had to get used to it and you, you know, have adjusted to it. Uh, my question to you is when it when when you have these situations like we have now where it's, you, we don't know when crowds are going to ever be formed again, you know, either next year or the year after or whatnot. Um, and and well, this is kind of where it's look like or or what it's going right. to look like. We don't know. That. It, exactly, and, and on top of that, like you know, when you look at the industry today, where 
you know, Motown was a machine back in the day. Um, you know, there's a lot of memories attached to, you know, just how the machine was ran. Now it's differently. I mean, there's a lot of independent artists now. There's a lot of things that, you know, artists now have to do themselves where they weren't able to do it before. Um, when it comes to adjusting, what, what's been what's been the biggest eye-opener for you when it comes to what you see, what you're doing now and what you've seen, you know, even when you first started? Well, like you said, now I see that um, uh, artists have um, they have a lot of choices, uh, and so you don't have to rely on any particular record label or any of that. It's like you can you can you, you know you you can make your own choices, um, and I think that's good. I think that's very good. What I don't see, and um, uh, and I won't say, and I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna paint paint that paint that brushstroke wide that that I see it all the time. But I do see a lot of. Uh, it doesn't appear to be a lot of preparation. Uh, for what's happening. It's like everything is so immediate. I'll just say, for instance, right. like for instance, like the the TV shows, you know, which are great. They they that's wonderful. The boy, you know, boys and you've got talent and American Idol. Those those are great, and it gives mm-hmm. you uh, it gives you um, immediate exposure. You get that huge exposure. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, to you know that that that's almost I mean to, it, it, back in my day it would have taken oh my God I don't know how long before you get to that point where you have uh, that kind of exposure. Right. However, on the road to that exposure, you had an opportunity to work out your thing, work out. Mm-hmm. Performance, work out how to do this, work out. You know, you, it's a learning. It's a learning thing. And a lot of it only comes from the experience. You know what I mean? If you're Amen. just going to do TV, and that's, then that's fine. But when you're going to go out and have live audiences and everything, you, you know, you, you, it's, a, it's a different. It's, a, it's different. And sometimes they Sometimes it's what I've seen has not been been prepared uh, for that, and if they are, it's like a ton of lots of money with like ten and twelve of those great big eighteen wheelers lined up to do. You know what I mean? And uh, right, I, I, it just it's, to me it just seems like it's either that it's either that. With the eighteen wheelers, with all of the gadgets and the lights and the things and the that the build, or it doesn't seem to be a middle thing. And the other part of that, to me, it doesn't seem like it doesn't seem like a lot of people are looking at it as a career. It's about the immediate thing, which is okay if that's what you want. Right. But if you're looking as a career and something that you want to do forever, um. You know what I mean? That's the thing right. I see that's black. And um, I don't see 
I hear a lot of like, uh, I'm getting this money. I'm getting over. I'm making making my money. I want to be paid. I want to be. That's a great thing. That's fine. But I, what about the passion? What about you do this because you love doing it? What about you right. want you love performing? What about? And there's there's a difference. I I mean I I I know it's you know, but there's a difference. It's a difference in having a passion for something that you love, and you want to. Um, you want to do good at it be, because you love it, and you want to be a, a, a great expression of it. And when you go out and, mm-hmm. and when you put, bring that to people, you want to—that's what you want to give them. You know, it's not about just give me that money that I made. But you know, it—you know—it's not about it's, just. It's, the money it's more than just—it's it's more than just the. Money. It's the moments that's created with the with the God given talent that you got. And what you said is so on point because that's what I hear nowadays. I hear and listen. I, I'm 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 very I'm very traditional when it comes to music. I want to hear talent. I also want to hear effort. I want to hear passion. I want to hear growth. I want to hear you know from song to song, the album to album. Like I want to hear all of it. And to your point, there's a lot of people. I just want that one song. I just want that one song. I don't need anything else. I got it. I got it. Maybe two, but I just need one. And that's not and that's not how, you know, uh, a legacy is built, and that's not really how, um, you know, music tradition as far as what I go. Because I always used to see Thelma's uh, music being a fraternity, not just, you know, you being from Motown. You had Motown artists that was Motown family at the time, and you can go on to different labels, but, you know, the, the authenticity – Yes, that's what I was going to say. It wasn't about, oh, we're going to be, you know, we we appreciate it and we supported each other. We supported, you know, they, you know they, and I don't know if this would ever happen now, but there was a time I was on, I was, in, and this was, I was in San Francisco. I was, I was working a gig there and I had a new, and I had, um, had a, 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 a an album that had been released. It was my first album. I was on the same label. I was on a label called ABC Dunhill. Well, the ABC Dunhill was an offspring of that was uh, the ABC part was the blues, and that was B.B. King was their big artist. So the same product out, and B.B. King had product out. Well, the lady that was working for ABC Dunhill up there and B.B. King, she couldn't, we both were supposed to be going out doing radio interviews and things. So she, he was going to different stations than I was going. She couldn't do both. But she had the lady from Warner Brothers, which was her friend, ask her, would she take me to do my interview at this radio station while she was taking BB? You know what I'm saying? That's the kind right. of thing that people used to do. That You know what I'm saying? That, I, I don't hear of anything like that. Doing it stuff it, it like was that. once a fraternity, you know. There was other artists, and 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 you were right there. You gave birth to it. You saw, you saw how um, important it was to have that camaraderie with different, you know, with different, you know, not just label mates, but just you know, uh, peers. And that, and that's what I say. I, I I thought it was a fraternity. It should be a fraternity. It should always be that exactly. one will pass exactly. the baton to the other, and and that's what's exactly. missing. Exactly, and that's the way it was when I came in. The people that I met and looked up to—that's the way they were with each other. I I toured with Sammy. I toured with um one of one of the best 
artists I ever worked with uh, was Sammy Davis Jr. You know, he was mm-hmm. great, great artist. And but Sammy would he would he would you know stand he would watch my show and and he would offer you know you know he said you know I think that song I think if you do this da 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 you know he would offer advice to me and and he was just you you know I mean and it was I remember and I remember once we were we were working we we were had a gig in Chicago and. Uh, uh, um, the Johnson Public Publishing Company, you know, Ebony Magazine, Jet, and all that. They um, they had invited uh, invited Sammy uh, to come up and have lunch on a uh, while he was, we were there doing a gig, and so he asked me. He says, "Well, you're gonna well, I'll see you uh, after our show that particular." And he says, "Well, I'll see you tomorrow at the Johnson uh, uh, lunch thing, right?" I said, and I didn't know anything about it because nobody had asked me, you know, to, to go, and and which was my, which I didn't consider to be, you know, unusual. That's just the way it was, right? Sometimes, right. But he said, no, 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 you're going. He somehow, I don't know how it is, but I got a call from the Ebony people <laughs> saying, uh, <laughs> we would like to have your, uh, we would like to have your appearance tomorrow at our luncheon with Mr. Sammy Davis Jr. <laughs> but I'm just saying. <laughs> so, I'm, you know, that's the way it used to be, and that's how I'm, you know, and that's, I don't see a lot of that. I see, maybe it is, because there's a lot of, you know, there a lot younger people, you know, and, I don't, and I'm not, I don't know what's going on, and maybe they, maybe that is going on like that, but it's a beautiful thing, and it is, like you said, it is a fraternity. Because right. you know, because I think it's such a blessing to be able to do what we do. Here, here's what I see, and Delma Houston's my guest on Next Legacy Radio, and you know, and everything that you're saying, and here's what's important to me. Like we just talked about the fact that this is not what we see. We don't see a lot of it. If it's happening, it's happening in small doses. We don't know that baton. That baton that was once passed is is we don't see it anymore. It's disappeared. But here's why you're important, and here's why a lot of others like you are important. Because of what you're doing now, you still have passion to do this thing called entertainment. You know, it, you've already been through the ups and downs, the highs and lows, the labels and virtual and everything that can come with it. But you still have passion to do it, and you still want to show others that it's okay to not just love your craft, but also to love it unconditionally, too. You don't want to love it and leave it. And and I think that's why it's important for people to go, not just, you know, shameless plug. Make sure you go to ThelmaHouston.com and buy the tickets to go see Thelma Houston's Virtually Yours. Um, Tickets are available now. Go click to buy it right now. Do it. Um, But deeper than that, people should also check you out because what you do is ushering in a brand of of music and entertainment um, that's needed. That, you know, I think if, if, you know, you know how the saying goes, each one teach one and it takes a village and all that stuff. Like, yeah. that's important uh-huh. for for all of us to really just kind of witness. And I'm not just saying that, you know, it's up to Thelma Houston to do it because I see, you know, others trying to, you know, bridge that gap as well. But also I need the young people to really pay attention and to look at and to honor what, you know, a legacy looks like and what, you know, a royalty is. And, that, and that's Thelma Houston. <laughs> <laughs> That's my plug. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you. But but 
that yeah. not the truth? That's the truth. It's, it is very important, and it, and this is the reason why we need to extend, you know, certain, uh, you know, not just do shows like this, but also let people know that it's important for continuous growth. We don't want it. We don't want it to go out like the dinosaurs. We want to continue this on forever. And we we do. That's the whole. We do. We want to pass that torch, pass that baton. We don't want it to go out, and we don't want it to become. You know, we don't want it to become, uh, you know, automatic. You know, automatic. Uh, what I uh, Times Square billboard. You know, electronic gadgets. Mm-hmm. Real. We want real. We don't want that real to be taken away, and that's so precious. And that's what we need to. You know, that's what we have to pre- preserve that and pass that exactly. on. And it. Action. It comes from having a love for what you do. What what you do. Don't get, you know. Don't become, you know. Don't don't get digitized too much. That's what I'm saying. There you go. <laughs> Listen. Don't get. Thelma said it. Y'all heard Thelma. She said, "Don't get digitized." And I'm gonna add more. Don't get digitized to the fact that you know we don't see the human person that you are and can be. So don't put yourself all the way in the computer where we just don't know who the hell you are. Like you know, you have to you have to figure out exactly where what your lane is and 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 honor that. And then help somebody else if you get. It, if you get to that point too, that's what I thought it was supposed to be about. You know, and 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 you know, and that thing of the, the using that using that com- computer thing as a as an analogy. You know, I resisted that computer, um, that technology. I resisted it. I just, I just, I just put, I'm Taurus, right? I put my mm-hmm. head down, down, locked my horns, and no, no, no. <laughs> but, but. There's some beauty. There's a beauty about the computer. You know what I mean? And the technology and all right. of that. Thank God for that Zoom stuff. That's how I can connect with my family and stuff. You know, my my newborn, I have two great grandkids, a newborn that was just born and back in February when this thing happened. So thank mm-hmm. I figured it out. So Zoom is good. Just don't let Zoom and all other stuff take over everything. Amen to that. Enhance where it can enhance you, enhance stuff, but don't let that become the reality. That's that's what I'm trying to say. Amen to that. Thelma Houston's my guest, Next Legacy Radio. A couple more questions for you, uh, my queen royalty. Motown. I, I want uh-huh. you to like, and I know it's, and I'm going to ask you a question that you're going to probably, you know, it's just, it's kind of like saying which, which grandkid is your favorite one or something like that. So I'm already telegraphing my question. When you go back and think about just Motown, just your part that you played in it and what you've watched and seen around you, what are, what are some highlights that you could say, you know what, no matter what happens in life, I will never, ever forget this moment. Huh, that's a good question. Well, let me put it like this. I didn't join Motown until they moved to California. Mm-hmm. And that was in the early 70s. So all of that Hitsville and everybody, you know, getting working in the studio together and doing the backup on the, you know, and all that, um, 
I I missed out on that. Right. Um, and I think when I said I don't believe to myself, and where I was just kind of had to just almost pinch myself, is when I was in the studio and I was being produced by Stevie Wonder. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. And I was like. I was like, I was, I was, uh, <laughs> um, I would sing most of I mean, I knew myself when I went and, you know, knew my prepared, you know, I wasn't raggedy enough, and I knew myself. So, <clears throat> but I was in, and I'd do a little, I'd do, do a, a thing, a take, and he said, oh, yeah, that's good. And I said, and, I, and you know, and I'm back in the, in the uh, vocal booth, out in the thing, and he's in the <laughs> control room. And I said, she walked in there with Stevie Wonder. <laughs> 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 to myself. I mean, he'd open the corner and then I'd go back and say, okay, uh, uh, you ready? <laughs> but, but that was a moment to me that I, you know, just couldn't believe that that's. You know, and really, I I had several of those. You know what I mean? Like touring with the Temptations or touring with the Four Tops. You know, there's just been times when you just those are the things. You know, like because I can't believe it. And I'm and I'm still and I'm I'm still like I'm I mean I'm still excited to be around. Um. I was at a, at a, I was at a, it was a um, kind of a birthday party for Mr. Gordy, and it was also a fundraiser for one of his grandsons who had passed away from cancer, and it was a fundraiser. And uh, it was an, it was a very, it wasn't, a, it wasn't, an, it wasn't a huge, you know, convention center kind of room like that, but it was a, um, and this was of course before COVID, but this was last year. And uh, um, there was a um, I'm trying to think what his name was um, performing, but anyway, he did a, a medley of Motown songs that he was doing, and he did a uh, Smokey was doing doing um, backup. Okay. And I went up doing backup with Smokey and I'm thinking, Well, and here we are, we were doing this and we were and I was doing backup with Smokey Robinson. And we were backing up Yeah. Um so things like that. It's just, you know, you still and they and I, and it's still I'm like I said, that was last year. So I guess I'm just one of those folks, I'm just happy that I'm out of Mississippi not picking cotton. <laughs> 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 Look, I, 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 for one, uh, you know, will put, you know, any, any of the, you know, conversations that we have up against anyway. Because, I mean, you may not have been there, Hitsville, um, but once that move to California hit, and not just being in the studio with Stevie Wonder doing background vocals with Smokey, and just having your own music, uh, uh, you know, take flight. And you know, set itself apart from any and everything else. I mean, those are moments that you know I'm, I'm sure as an artist you'll never forget. Which leads me to you know my my you know one of my final questions uh, is, don't leave me this way. When did you when did you know that that song was beyond special? 
When did it hit you? Well, I will tell you. <clears throat> during the time that that was like 1976 when that came up, I used to go dancing with every, like, Thursday night, a group of people, my hairdresser or hairdressers from his, because he owned a salon, right? So all mm-hmm. of me, so me and all of the hairdressers and, and all, and our friends and our, my, just friends and uh, designers, clothes designers and whatever. We would go dancing. There was a place called uh, Catch One, um, which was a, it's a club. It was a club uh, out here on Pico, uh, and it was a, a Jewel Catch One. It was called, and uh, and then there was also Studio One that we used to go to, and we would go between the two. And there was several of them. And when we did, when I did that, did that song. And they gave me the final master to, to well, they didn't give it to me. Like someone sneaked it to me because <laughs> you're not supposed to be having you know, those. But anyway, right. but I had, and I went to the Catch One, and I asked Jewel if I could play it in the, in the, on the, her, in the Catch One and the sound system. And she said, oh, yeah, sure. And you know, a, a master, you you can only play it so many times, you know, because that's what it is. Just to for for the engineers and the and the producers to hear it, so that they can say, right. okay, we need to correct this and whatever. And so I played it so much that day that it was sliding off the thing, off the.
so he we put that put that song on, and he, he was sitting in, in, the, in his office. He was listening, patting his feet, doing head, bobbing his head. And when it was done, he said, uh, "I don't hear it." <laughs> no way. <laughs> he said, "I don't hear." It. He said he didn't hear it. I said, "Oh Lord!" But but I didn't say it up there. But in that car coming down the hill out of Bel Air, it was so quiet. It was just me and Tony, uh, Suzanne's sister. His name was Tony. We didn't say a word. So disappointed. But uh, Suzanne, you know, they she believed in it, and anyway, it came out, and you know, it and it was a hit. And and he loves the song now, and every time he hears it, he dances to it with me. But right. at the time, he I don't know if he remembers that, but I do say that in my show, and he did see my show, and I do talk about how he didn't like it. And he, he said, mm-hmm. who was that person? And it's amazing that you, you tell the story, and, and and to me, I just, you know, just – just the thought of it, because think about it. I mean, when this was being played and you, you didn't know it was going to become as big as it was and still is, um, you know, we didn't have social media back then. You know, it wasn't word, you know, too much word of mouth. But, you know, once once it caught fire, and I'm sure Barry would have had to have said, you know what, get, get you know, it's just me just saying, like, if I was Barry, you know what, get Thelma in here. I need to, I need to apologize to her and tell her that, you know what, I was wrong. This song is this song is fire. It's, it's oh my god! Like that's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm thinking. But I don't, I don't think he'll ever say that though, huh? Just 
because of you know you know you're you're historic. I mean, like I said, first solo female artist to win a Grammy for Motown. That's got to say something. So that's everything. And on top of everything that you're still continuing to do right now, and I feel like if you keep doing that along with others, will will help usher in a lot of younger people who appreciate history and longevity. And they, you know what? I want to do it for as long as Thelma's doing it because you have stories to tell. Look at all the all the stuff we just talked about in a span of forty five minutes. You mentioned Stevie Wonder, Smokey Robinson, yourself, Barry Gordy. I mean, come on. So people out there that's listening and who will be listening, um, I'm just saying this, and, and I really and truly mean it, just make sure you pay attention to history and build that legacy the right way. Don't, don't microwave your music. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> you know what I mean, Thelma. You know what I mean. You know what I mean. <laughs> don't, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't let that become the main thing. Exactly. Sometimes I don't even like putting stuff in the microwave, but I'm just saying, let me stop. There are only certain things work in the microwave. Some things you got to put in the oven. Amen. 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 Tell it. Tell it. Says the woman that's going to have Thelma's Kitchen coming soon. Tell it. Tell it. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I appreciate you, and this will not be the last time you'll hear from me. I will definitely be in contact with your people, but also I would definitely want you to come back all the way through January. Um, we can continue to promote this. Um, it's just like I told you know your, your your people that this is not just a one-time thing. I will support you, support you, support you. I'm not just a fan. I'm a supporter. There's a difference. So, you know, there it, it means a lot to me to be able to have this kind of dialogue um, with you. And uh, the best I feel like is yet to come. So watch out now. you got a supporter on your team right here. Well, thank you so much. You know what, my buddy, you are, you are mapping my own heart. You know what? I've always said that something about that word fan, it just seems to me fan is so, uh, what's the word? Lightweight. Not even. But a there you go. There you go. There you go. It's what you need. A foundation, a supporter supports you. You know, a fan, not, you know, like to win anything can just blow that away. <laughs>
doing it because I want to be the one to tell my tell my stuff. And then it As you should. other people can do what they want, but I'm going to tell mine. There you go. There you go. Yeah. And, yeah. And, I, and I'll be ready to get it when it's ready. So, you know, bring it up, Thelma. I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay. All right. <laughs> I appreciate you. ThelmaHouston.com. Again, I will say this before I let her go. Make sure you go. Thelma Houston is virtually yours. Streaming on demand now through January 31st, 2021. So you still have time. Go get your tickets. Only $10 when you use the discount code N-D-C-W-A-L-E. Go buy your tickets. Go to the website right now. It's available. Iconic. 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 Legendary. Royalty. Thelma Houston's my guest. I appreciate you, dear. Ooh, my head is so big now. Oh, you know you nice got love over here, dear. Thank you, you so love. much. Nice talking to you. Nice talking to you. This is we. This will be. This will not just be the first. We will have continuous conversations. So, I am at your beck and call. Anything that I could be able to help do to promote and continue your legacy, I'm I'm all for it. So, let's let's continue. This won't be the last okay. time. All righty. Thank you. So all right. Much. Be blessed. Be blessed. You too. That is the wonderful, talented, iconic. Royalty of Motown, Thelma Houston is my guest on Next Legacy Radio. Make sure you go to www.nextnexlegacy. Make sure you go ahead and do that. Follow on Instagram at Next Legacy as well, on Twitter at Next Legacy also. Um, it's been a huge blessing to be able to have a Grammy Award winning artist that carries a lot of uh, historic moments. Uh, to be able to share right here live on Next Legacy. So, more music. Press play. 